Hello and welcome to episode five of the Ignite Talks podcast. I'm joined with Sarah today. Hello, Sarah. Hi. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Good, good. It's good to have you. Uh, firstly, what are you watching on Netflix at the moment? I don't know if I want to admit it, but um, Sex Education. Oh, yeah? Have That's funny. It? Yeah, yeah, it's actually really good. Yeah. I really like it, but we've only just few, started it. There's a few seasons of that, yeah? Yeah, I think the third one's just come out. Yep. And my sister recommended it, so we started watching it. I think yeah. we're only like six episodes in. Yeah, Adrian watches it, and she is hooked. But she goes through TV shows like they're going out of fashion. Uh, any, anything else, or are you like a one episode at a or one show at a time. Yeah, because we're watching the block as well, so we've got to fit it in around that. And we're trying to watch all the Marvel movies in order, so we've got a bit going on. Are you up to date with the Marvel movies? No, we went back to the start, so we're up to the Hulk. <laughs> That's the worst one of them yeah, all. Yeah, we're struggling to get through it, actually. We've been going for a while. <laughs> but once, once you get that, it gets progressively better as, as they go on. Yeah. All right, so we obviously work together... But do you have any first memories of how we met or the first time we met? Obviously not, (laughs) when we talked about it the other day. Um, I was thinking about that and I was just like, well, you were just introduced at school. So I was like, well, that's where I first met you. I didn't realise that there was another time, but I'm sure you will allude to in a minute. So there's a few. Um, The first one was obviously um, I knew a guy who was at, south street in maui and i was working there one day in a classroom with um a special i think he was an autistic boy and they the teacher the classroom teacher was like oh yeah so at this time they're going to go out to blue earth and i was like what what the heck is blue earth i had no idea what it was and then walked out and there was that was you who, who took blue earth so obviously didn't know you at the time but then when i started here um, you took my grad release, yeah? Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, and I was thinking about that too. I was trying to work out how we just started hanging out, actually. Yeah. And also the social club. Remember yeah. I just rocked up to yep. meetings? That yeah, Sam, because Sammy Sam was, was yeah, Sammy yeah. was running. Yep. So I'd rock up some meetings and then, I'd, yeah, I was taking your grad release. I was because I did Blue Earth yep. for those yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah. Your grade and a grade six grade. Yeah. My so, highlight. <laughs> my, my first year my class that year were awesome yeah, they, they were, were big class but they were good kids they, they, were, good. they were hilarious competitive yeah. but yes fun. they were they were very good um sporting cohort as well they were very, the cohort. very good so how so you're a teacher how, how did you get into teaching obviously you went to uni <laughs> yes um so i've always wanted to be a teacher um i never wanted to do anything else i i was that kid that used to make my siblings sit in front of me and listen play, to me. Play schools. Play schools. <laughs> we did schools. I even tried to make like overhead projectors. Do, yeah. you, do you even remember overhead projectors? Yeah, there's one hanging up no, in my no, classroom no, right now. No, no, like the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the, with the light. And you had, to f- you had to like photocopy it on the transparent stuff. Yeah, or you yeah, could write yeah. straight onto it. Yeah, so um, I used to try and make those at home. So I've always wanted to be a teacher. And so went to or finished school in well, quite a long time ago now, Um, and I didn't actually get straight into teaching. So I had to do a found, like a bridging course, so Diploma of Foundation Studies. Um, So I ended up doing that and then got into um, a double degree, a Bachelor of Arts, Bachelor of Education, which I'd already done some subjects towards. And um, took, I did it in four and a half years. Including the was that standard? Was that well? It was supposed to. It was supposed to be an extra year with the bridging course, but I overloaded in my last year and and cut it down. So I finished um, halfway through the year. So I actually started teaching a grade halfway through the year. That's cool. The people you went to uni with, most of them still teaching, are they? Or have you worked with many people that you went to uni with? I haven't worked with anyone. But like they're still around. Um, yeah, yeah, teaching? there is quite a few yep. teachers still around. Well, Joel's one of them. Yep. My husband. So, yeah. Yeah. principal though. I don't know if that's teaching. Yeah, no, nah, not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you finished uni, did you pick up a job straight away? I did. Yep. Yes. Um, but I had done all of my teaching placements in. How do I put it? Like quite good schools, like yep. uh, Catholic schools. I thought I actually wanted to be a Catholic 
teach, I wanted to teach in a Catholic school. I initially wanted to go to uni at um, ACU, Australian Catholic Uni, oh. so that included your religious um, studies and all that. Yeah, so you yeah. didn't have to do it afterwards. Um, and I was didn't get in, which is now great because I didn't get in because of oh, it was in school. Melbourne as oh, well. Okay. Yeah, and I yeah. didn't get high enough. Um, it was uh, what is it was called? It Ata? Ata? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ata, Enter, whatever. Um, so I end up getting into Monash. Um, so I had done all, yeah, I'd done all of my placements at Catholic schools, or one at, at Cosy in Trelgan. Yeah. And um, a job come up in Morwell. And so I had not really, I'd been brought up in the Catholic system. Yeah. And Jeez, that would, have, that would have been a rough, that would have been a rough introduction. Oh my gosh, it was yeah. an eye-opener. Yeah. It was an eye-opener. So I started um, halfway through the year at Croonigan Road yeah. in Morwell. They, the teacher that I was taking over from was still in the school, but she was going into a leadership position. So they wanted um, someone to take over. And I didn't really have an interview. Like I had a bit of a meeting yeah. with the Prin and... Um, it all went well and then it was a bit more relaxed back then like oh, getting absolutely. jobs and that yeah yep. I'm pretty sure we sat on chairs exactly the same as chairs <laughs> yeah, just had a chat and like yep <laughs> that's cool. what it was around the table when Come it was back. yeah and then yep. they said yep we'd really like you to start so um, that was with a prep one grade and I thought wow. it was well I didn't really know what grade I wanted to teach yep. to be honest so I had done my um, grad year with a prep grade so I was pretty confident that I'd be alright yeah um, yeah big class uh, how, no, how big no, was 19. the school? How big was that school um, then? There was only about seven grades. Okay. So it was quite quite small. Yep. And we were all in the one corridor. Like There was no classrooms outside of that, that so main the building. Main, and then did you have other buildings like for specialists and stuff? Yeah, or we a had gym? a multi-purpose. No, no gym. Oh, a GP a, room? A multi-purpose <laughs> yeah. room. <laughs> no, yeah, which the music, music was taken in the multi-purpose yeah. room. Um, yeah, so I started with a prep one grade and... Um, I didn't know what hit me. Didn't know. I, I'm now very thankful that I started at a, a low socioeconomic school yeah. because I think that my classroom management now is awesome because of that. But um, when I first walked in there, oh, I had no idea. But even like the fact that those kids are just so wanting just a relationship, like a positive influence sort of because some of their backgrounds are pretty rough at oh, times. So. Yes, and that was... And, um, not anything I had experienced yeah. before. Um, like there was a lot of high Koori number, so I had nothing. I had had nothing to do with Koori children, yeah. even like I, I didn't go to school with many Koori kids, so I, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't no know their idea. background. Yeah. yeah, I was um, had grown up in, you know, I suppose. a bit sheltered from all oh, that sort of stuff, very, isn't it? Yeah, like I, I even think yeah. about my sort of experience. I didn't go to school with many either, and. Um, I haven't taught many Koori or Indigenous students either, and yeah, it's it's definitely very rewarding though. Yeah, like once I, once I got into it and I got over like um, a prep kid telling me to shut up, and I called the principal in. Realised <laughs> that oh, I need you to. get called a lot worse <laughs> at school like that. I imagine. Oh, I did get called a lot yeah. worse, but um, so once I got around that and then focused on life skills. Yeah, like yeah, uh, we. There were so Transferable many... skills. And yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Just um, like uh, my mum used to come in and we'd cooked a roast lunch oh, once. So, cool. And the kids had to do everything. So they had yeah. to peel the spuds. I, they were so excited about peeling yeah. potatoes. And we did all the roast and we sat down and we did um, serviettes and... Like table like, sitting yeah, settings and, that, and everything. And yeah. they gave up their whole lunchtime. They didn't go out to play. They sat and they ate and they were just stoked. And they probably... I don't know, this could be a generalisation. They probably don't sit down and or they wouldn't have sat down at home to eat as a family so it would have been really cool for them to do that as a as a class yeah it was yeah. great yeah it was great it was yeah it was a lot of fun a lot of rewarding experiences yeah. how long were you at uh Koenigan road for uh so three and a half years yep so i did um that half of the year in the prep one which was pretty tough because i was actually walking into someone else's classroom yeah so i didn't get to set it all up but the, so did you come in halfway through the year is that yeah, what you said yeah, yeah so six months with those kids and then um the next year i did another prep one grade who i sort of team taught like we were in different classrooms but we bounced off each other who who ended up being one of my bridesmaids actually Catherine. oh cool and it was um <laughs> A great, and my mentor teacher was fabulous too, and yeah. we still catch up. Um, 
we actually painted our classrooms the next year. Oh, really? We moved classrooms, went yeah. down the other end of the hallway, and we painted our classrooms, got scaffolding in, spent the whole holidays so that we had beautiful, fresh classrooms. Fresh classrooms, yeah. Not, no Insta classrooms, it wasn't kind of a thing, <laughs> but, um, but... That's it, good. Yeah. It was pretty, like, it was nice. I, yeah. I made it really nice. So, yeah, I had a prep one and then went straight from prep one to five, six. Oh, wow. For two years. It was just an opportunity and my friend said, yep. this is an opportunity and I don't know if I'm going to be able to move you after this, like the, just the way things were working out. Yeah. And um, Did you enjoy 5-6? I love 5-6. Yeah. Yep. I, I worked out that's... That's the... That's my niche. Gold mine. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's what, I, that's what I love. Yep. I love the 5-6s. So um, that was really great too and, and different. And I got in, more into the sports stuff then. Yeah. Yep. So I was the sports coordinator at the school and I started, um, was the first year, no, when I worked in the prep one, the first year I went on sports camp yep. as well. Cool. So when, so you were at Croningen Croning, Croning, Croning. Road yep. for three years yep. and then where'd you move on to after that? Um, I did a year at Hazelwood North Primary School. Yep. Not uh, Hazelwood Estate? No. Was Hazelwood Estate a thing then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had been to Hazelwood Estate. I had quite a few kids in my class, the 5-6 class, that had been to Hazelwood Estate. So I had been out there for a few days. You know, yeah. I don't know if you know, but you go and visit the kids and yeah. then you're great out there. So yeah. I really enjoyed that, actually. Um, but just, and it wasn't the kids or the, the school itself of why I decided to leave. It was um, leadership. Leadership. Yeah. All right. So decided to move on. Had yep. an opportunity to work at Hazelwood North. Um, actually, I had quite a few opportunities. I had Hazelwood North. Um, I had also got a job at St. Gabriel's. I decided to go for a job. It was an ongoing position. So yep. I went for that and I, I got offered that position. And I also got offered a job at Churchill Primary School. Really? Yeah. All I in probably the, would have been at year. Churchill Primary School still then. That's where I went oh, to school. Oh, God. <laughs> So why why Hazelwood North? If you were offered those three jobs, was it literally just flip of a coin, or did you no, like Hazelwood North better, more? Yeah. Um, well, in the end, the ongoing fell through, and they had offered me just a contract, and then I was going to have to do the religious education part at, oh, okay. at St Gabriel's, yep. and I sort of went, I'm not sure if that's where, where I wanted to go. That's pretty intense, isn't it? That yeah, yeah, it is, and I didn't. I was really enjoying working with the kids I was working with, so yep. I didn't want to then sort of flip that. So I um, and Hazelwood North was kind of in the middle, like a, yep. it was an opportunity. It was a really nice school. Was it a bit bigger back then too? Uh, I think it was around the same actually, yep. but I had a four-five grade, and um, it was beautiful. They were the best grade. Yep. They had been my favourite grade the whole time, and I'd gone from a school where I was, you know, um, managing classroom behaviour all the time. Yeah. And so walked in and thought, yep, my classroom management's really good. But that was my year where I got to work on my yeah, teaching, your teaching because yeah. I didn't write a so kid's name on So it was like teaching first, ma- behavior management second. Yeah, 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 it was great. They were a great group of yeah. kids. Yeah. So um, I worked there for a year. And during that year, I fell pregnant with Oliver. Oh, cool. All right. So I would have been offered an ongoing position there. Yep. Uh, but I was pregnant, so and it, I timed it perfectly. I yep. was due in February, so I finished off my school year and awesome. packed up all my stuff that I'd just moved, and it yep. was quite a Did bit. Did you of... take a bit of time off, like maternity leave? No, or... I didn't get any. So I got the summer holidays, and then what? He was born on the twentieth of Feb, so a month. A month, and then and then out, that was out it. on your own. Yeah. Jeez. So then, when when did you come back? How old was Ollie when you came back? Um, so I started doing a little bit of CRT in the back half of the year that he was born, but not not a lot because it was a little bit difficult because I was still um, breastfeeding. So I had to find spots to pump and it was yeah. just a bit awkward and stuff. Uh, so I did a bit of CRT and then my Blue Earth coach. So I was actually Blue Earth trained when I was yeah. at Finnegan Road. My Blue Earth coach um, messaged me from Ireland. He'd gone back to Ireland and messaged me and said, there's Blue Earth jobs up. I think you'd be really great for it. And I was like, well, I didn't know what I wanted to do after yeah. I'd had sort of that year off. Um, and the state manager at the time was actually a guy that I knew. So um, I messaged him and I, he let me put my application in late and I went for a job interview in Immies. <laughs> the in cafe? Immies. It was in Immies. <laughs> yeah, he's like, meet me in Immies. And I was like, okay. And it was him and yeah. another guy. And... Um, yeah, and he's just like, well, 
what are you thinking about this? And I was like, well, I love Blue Earth. I love yeah. the program. And um, I thought I was quite good at it. And I, you know, was looking for something that was going to be more suited to our lifestyle now that I had yeah. Oliver because I didn't want to go back into the classroom full time. And so to manage part time was a bit much. So um, they said, yeah, that I could sort of do whatever days. And how many I schools were you going to? So Blue Earth, for those that don't know, is, and I could have this wrong. It's like games that are continuous games. Is that right? So it's a physical activity program that's run in predominantly primary schools, but yeah, based on being all inclusive and lots of different things. So there's no, it's no sport education. There's no sport in it, but lots of games um, and opportunities for all kids to succeed. So we, I could pretty much include anything as long as it's stuck to those rules. But there were like the core blue earth, games yeah there was a yeah. Ma- there was a yeah. manual so you could follow the manual or you could branch out or you just sort of took it modify where, it yeah yeah and you're ultimately training the teacher to then run the program so oh, okay. i still worked with the kids but yep. the teacher was there so it was not like a specialist yeah. where the teacher's not there um which i also really liked but eventually but sort of battled with as well because um teachers don't like other teachers taking no, control of their no, they class. don't. <laughs> and um, I no, find don't. it really yeah. hard to pass over a class. So yeah. um, that was one of the things that I battled with working with teachers in yeah. that way. Because you obviously have your own style of um, managing behaviours and mm. getting to know kids and building those relationships. And then the teacher or the classroom teacher could have a conflicting or a clash yeah. in and there was a few of those. beliefs yeah. yeah 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 so the idea was that i would take like i had full control of the class and they were supposed to learn from some of the techniques that i was presenting in, yeah. in managing the kids so they weren't supposed to be talking over me or um you know pointing out when they were essentially the like a, a placement again yeah, yeah well, they, were, they were supposed to join in yeah. they were supposed to experience it like the kids and that, that whole idea of well we shouldn't ask kids to do something that we're not willing to do ourselves yeah. was a big part of that and a lot of teachers struggled yep. with that though some like were awesome was that developed by teachers was blue earth developed by like pe teachers or um no, no. not no um there was quite a few different professionals actually so okay. um there was like some yoga instructors like a whole heap of move, oh, movement yeah. professionals yep. um that had got together but malcolm freak and he's like a, a businessman that made his money in computers um he put his trust towards blue earth oh so like he sort of funded it yeah it's a not-for-profit organization i think he's i think halfway through when i was working there they went with their own money like blue earth made their own money but um he had funded it so he had quite a bit of say in it as well but it was all supposed to be just about developing a lifelong love being active so that really resonated with me so when you were doing that were you going around to schools taking Blue Earth or were you based at one school and doing it nice. with all the classes there? Um, so, no. So I was at different different schools. Yeah. Um, so when I first started, it was um, one day a week. So I actually started here. I was oh, okay. here doing Blue Earth. That's kind of how I got in Got here. your fate. Yeah, got your foot in the door. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I would do one day a week uh, with five classes. So five sessions, one day a week with the so same all, grades. Not all grades would get it then, or would would it be no, each week grades. you'd have different grades? No, same grades oh, for really? the whole year. Because you're training the teacher, yeah. not the grade. Yeah. So they, they were just the vehicle. So then the teachers were then expected to train the rest of the staff, essentially? Well, they, they could, or they would, they'd do it then. The ne- so the next year it would drop down, and they would just have like... Um, I'm not sure if it went to, I can't remember because it changed a lot over my time, but I think it went to like every second week. Yeah. So they would um, then run their own, I would run a session and then they would run it the next week and we sort of go like that. So it was like a gradual release of responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> oh, buzzword, there you go. <laughs> well, that's kind of what it was like. Yeah. That, yeah. So um, then the teachers were trained and I would run staff sessions as well. Oh, cool. It was, it's a great program, yeah. actually. Is it still going? It is, just know. not down here. Just not down here. Yeah. Right. So, so how, how long were you doing Blue Earth for? Um, so I worked for Blue Earth for seven years. Wow. Yeah. And then that yep. kind of just, and over that time I worked, I don't even, I can't even tell you how many schools I worked in, but quite a lot. And it was great for me and my career. Um, so you still would have been doing Blue Earth when you had Georgia? Yes. Yep. yep. So I had um, a year 
oh, nearly a year off. I come back one day, a fortnight, I think, yep. at the end of that. Yeah, so I'd worked for um, a year after Oliver, then got pregnant, and then, yeah, had Georgia, yep. so they're, they're two years apart. So Sorry, I'm going all over the place. No, but that's when, right. With Blue Earth, I am too. are you employed by Blue Earth or are you employed by the department and then Blue Earth, like a branch off that or no, so Blue Earth's a company? Yeah, Blue Earth's yep. a not-for-profit organisation. So yeah. I was employed... Oh, you can say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was employed by Blue Earth and then the schools bought the program. Okay. Which was around 10 or 11 grand. Yep. Which oh, for, wow. But it seems like a lot, but for PD, if you yeah. think about how many teachers I train... How many teachers, yeah. And the size of the school yeah. too, yeah. Yeah, so... Yep. Um, yeah, we had Georgia. And so I was only working um, like two or three days a week. I didn't yep. do more than that. And some days were three. Some weeks were three days and some days were two, depending on how yeah. many schools I was in. And that would have been really good because you were going to different schools. So you essentially had your foot in the door for CRT days as well, if that's what you want to do. Is that how yeah. you sort of transitioned into Grey Street? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I had picked, um, picked up a contract here. I had... So I've been doing Blue Earth here for a little while and I had Georgia and I come back and I had do, done some CRD, CRT days as well. Um, and it was nice because I knew some of the kids and, and that. And then um, Blue Earth was dropping in the area because our state manager that was based down here had left and started his own okay. business in Trelgan. Yep. And so there was no one doing a lot of the work here, like visiting schools and, and yeah. selling the program. And I tried to do it and I just realised I'm not very good at selling <laughs> selling stuff. So It's an art, isn't it? Yeah, trying to I sell something. It is, yep. definitely is. Um, so I didn't... So the schools were dropping and I was doing a little bit more CRT and, and it just sort of... Just transitioned into... Yeah, yeah. it did. And I had done a contract um, before I'd fully given up Blue Earth or before that had sort of died. Um, I did in a grade, sixth grade, um, I think I did six weeks, but I did it part-time. So I was working full-time, but I was half doing Blue Earth and half doing school with another teacher um, that was on maternity leave as well. So um, that worked out. Yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. So I did a six-week contract. And then every year after that, I just sort of picked up short-term contracts. Um, in the classroom yep. and then started doing some um, work with the year twos, which was Yeah, because when I started, year. you were doing, I think, two days with the year twos. Is that right? Yeah, and then yep. one day I was doing three days one week, two days the next, or four days one week, yep. two days, three days the next, something like Because then like that, that classroom seven. teacher left on maternity leave and then you... Did you do the full term? No. Um, Last term? For her oh, in that year too? Yeah. 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 Uh, no, the last six weeks. Last six weeks, yeah. yeah. And then the year before that, we had a grade five teacher leave. And I, that was must have been the year before yeah. you. Um, and I did eight weeks in a grade five grade full time. Wow. Oh, no, one day a week was PE. Yeah. That's when I had started doing my, so that's what, that was the first year that, um, so the year before you started was the first year that I wasn't doing Blue Earth and I the PE teacher here dropped a day. Yep. And so I picked up his picked Friday. Up his, and yep. then that, so that grade five teacher left. So that PE um, position's always been four days with someone doing the Friday? No, only no. that year. Oh, okay. He just, was, he just wanted to drop a day and I was like, oh, I just want to do that. Because then I think he retired when I started. Yep. yep. Then he retired the next year. That yep. was sort of his transition. Yeah. Mum and dad worked with him and knew him and always talked about him so yeah it was great it was yeah. he was really good to work with yep. i really enjoyed that friday just one day the pe i loved yep and developed really great relationships with the four grades that yeah. i had that so awesome. now you're a pe teacher how how did that come about was that something that was offered to you or was that something that you'd always wanted like had you ever thought of being a pe teacher or is that just something that was offered and you took it and then end up loving it uh, I think after I did Blue Earth, I was pretty confident and I did those short-term contracts. Yep. I didn't really want to go back into the classroom. It was not what suited our lifestyle now with having two kids and running around after yeah. them as well. It was very busy and I didn't feel like I could give to the classroom what I had initially yep. when I started teaching. Um, and then because of Blue Earth, it just seemed kind of natural. and natural fit, natural yeah, transition. And that one day and then I had... I had um, said to Pauline, the principal at the time, I'd actually went and said, oh, you know, when Renier retires, I might like to do that position. Yeah. And she said, 
I think that you'd be wonderful, but you'll probably be fighting Sunny for that job. Yeah, because she was. Yeah. When I started, she was the PE teacher. Yeah, so she was, yeah. she was next in line. And she wanted to, to do that, and that was fine. And I was like, okay, well, I um, was then opposite. Uh, offered the opportunity to work with the year twos um, as an additional teacher because they were such big grades and do some grad release and I was able to do whatever I wanted in the grad release and they suggested that Blue Earth would be the way to go which I was happy with and it was flexible and I could work around my family Um, and then uh, which I really enjoyed and I was then at the end of that year I was kind of like oh I don't know what I'm going to do the next year because I was only on contracts at this stage um, and I was actually thinking about doing kitchen gardens. Really? Was, yeah, that I never was, knew that. Yeah, that was open. And I was like, oh, I think that'll do because that's a couple oh. of days. I think I'll do kitchen gardens. Well, Could you imagine what it'd be like if you were doing kitchen gardens right now? I never knew that. Yeah. I'd, I still think I'd be able to do it. Yeah. It's still an area that I really like, but yeah. I like PE more. And um, so that's what I was gearing up to do. That's yeah. It. And then... Um, Sammy just happened to say, because we shared an office, so she happened to say, oh, is that really what you wanted to do? What about PE? And I was like, oh, yeah, well, if the PE teacher yeah. left. And she's, and then I went, hang on, is the PE teacher leaving? Yeah. And then she sort of said that she was thinking about that yeah. and moving to Melbourne. And so I kind of jumped on it. I thought about it for a little bit and decided that I could probably do four days a week at this stage I was doing. She was full-time. She yeah. was full-time, yep. yeah. And at this stage I was doing four days one week and three days the next so it would only be one more day yeah um yeah so i went and talked to dean yeah at the time he was ap then yeah and said that um if if they're looking for a PE teacher that i'd be interested but it'd probably only be four days so that's how that came about i think i made the decision easy and i know you can persuade dean for anything so he would have been like yep whatever you want (laughs) (laughs) well i solved the problem for him yeah So, so what what do you oh, how do I word this? What's the main difference? There's obviously obvious differences between PE and classroom, but is there anything that you miss from the classroom that you just don't get in PE or is it all just completely different? Um what I like most about teaching is developing the relationship with yeah. the kids. Yep. So I suppose you don't get to know them as well doing PE because it's only one day a week, yep. but I get a relationship with more kids yeah you get to know so, and you know all the kids at this school yeah and every time i'm nice. like oh who's this kid i know i can go to you and you'll be like yeah so this kid's this person's brother and <laughs> her mum works here and you just know everything yeah i do know i do know it's <laughs> always been like that yeah. actually i knew yeah. all the kids at both the other schools that i worked at but this yeah. one was a bit bigger they were only 150 kids or whatever and this is 500 but yeah, yeah. so i do like knowing all the kids and and being able to work with them yeah. and um but i suppose missing in the classroom just having that one-to-one all the time yeah but i'm not going back there yeah so don't miss too much i didn't i didn't tell you we were going to talk about this but how did how did like the work with because you work with the student leaders how did that all come about and who i don't even know who did that before you or was that sort of just something that you just started doing and then was also almost like an expectation that you would continue to do uh yeah it kind of evolved like yeah. that um so Rainier had done it when i was here and then with Aaron, the librarian's help and oh then, really yeah and then then when he left, Emma had done it. Emma Gamble, Emma Gamble. did okay. it for a little bit. And then Melinda Monaghan yep. had had a go as well. And I don't think she wanted to do it. And I'm not sure how it come about, but I... She used to do junior school council. Well, yeah, that junior school council. And yep. then I had... The year that you started teaching and I had um, was doing the Blue Earth for leadership... Rele- uh, sorry, for grad release. Um, I had done a leadership course like a mini leadership course with the grade six grade that i yeah. worked with and i really liked that and so i don't know if i said oh i wouldn't mind is that the broadening horizons doing... thing was that that no or was that, that was one? before that that was yeah. part of the blue earth and then that was the broadening horizon so i'm not sure if that come about because of i did that blue earth leadership one and then the broadening horizons yeah. and laura and i had started talking and i think that's probably what it was yeah then we got into that and then I don't really know. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't. <laughs> it, just, it did yeah. just evolve. Because I know that's how I started. Job. Like, I remember obviously hanging out with you. You'd be like, oh, I've got to do this for the house captains. And I'd just be like, oh, 
can I help at all? And then that's how I sort of started working with the student leaders and yeah. then it was almost just expected. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, they'll do it. Yeah. Same with, like, running assemblies. It's like, oh, they'll... They'll organise assembly yes, now. Yeah, that's sometimes how it happens. <laughs> yeah. That's maybe what it was because I was working with the house captains and doing Broadening Horizons. Yeah. So then I think it just evolved the next just, year. I just yeah. wanted to revamp how we did things and yeah. then probably threw you under the bus and yep, that's absolutely. how we ended up doing it. <laughs> so I mentioned on um, Joe and I, when Joe and I um, had a chat, we were talking about how you're the, the fun teacher and how... Whenever there's like engagement activities at the school, uh, especially through remote learning, I don't know if you did as much before remote learning, but it really started in remote learning for me that they would expect you to do like the engagement activities for the whole school, such as the sidewalk challenge and um, the Bitmoji sort of stuff and everything. Is that how it sort of came about as well? Sort of just thrown to you? Yeah. I don't know. I think I have ideas. Yep. And then I go and share the ideas and then people go, oh, Sarah always has a good idea. But I just do a lot of Pinteresting really yeah. and come up with different, <laughs> yeah. I, different ideas and from that. And then just get people on board with it. Yeah. And I was sick of like the first day of school where we sit down a lot. And because I come from Blue Earth where we didn't sit. And if we did have a meeting, it was a walking meeting or we were allowed in the room. If, if there was someone talking or we were meeting, we were allowed to lay down and stretch or... Yeah. It seems really weird, but massage like each other and stuff. It was like we were always moving. And then I come and your first day of school is just a lot of sitting. So I think that I probably tried to introduce something that was just a little bit fun and get to know you that was lacking when I first started because it's such a big staff and you have so many people come in and we don't even get to know them. It's just like they're supposed to know. And you're right because that's how how I was introduced to the – to the teaching sort of profession was that first day we we're sitting in room 16 and the long big long tables everyone sit on the side and we jump straight into AIP and I <laughs> I'll be honest I had no idea what AIP was and I, I didn't want to ask the question because it was sort of just expected but no. yeah. now it's like first day is obviously our whole staff photo silly photo and then like icebreakers get to know your activities which is run by you. So. Yeah, most of the time. Except you said you got an idea for next yeah. year, so you yep. told me. Yep. Yeah. Well, and mostly I wanted it to be about movement Yeah. a little bit too. And because that's always fun. Yeah. Usually. Well, for me and, it is. And like uh, as well, it's you want you work with these people. Mm-hmm. You want to get to know them. You want to be able to have fun with them. And you haven't seen most of them for however long, six weeks or whatever over the summer. It's good to get about and muck around. Yeah. Act like kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I think we forget that sometimes. Plus yep. that it comes back to that, you know, we ask kids to do a lot of these things, but there's not a lot of we, teachers yeah. that are doing it as well. Yeah. Putting ourselves and that, in that is something that you definitely promote. And I know that's something I've learned off you as well, that you, you're right. You expect kids to do things. How can you expect kids to do it if you're not willing to do it as well? Like make mistakes and everything. And, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, make a lot of mistakes too. But, so yeah. embar- embarrassing moment embarrassing time I guess outside of work um, I like to call you the super mum because you just do you do everything you do I don't know how you do it you juggle what do you juggle you have obviously all your family stuff that you do you run basketball what are you like a something higher up at basketball I was the vice president of the Grey Street Basketball Club yep but I've just given that away and you're a beekeeper uh, beekeeper as well and (laughs) You're just, you're just a supermarket. I just like to do lots of things. Yeah, Pinterest. <laughs> Pinterest, yeah, I get lots yeah. of ideas, see? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, I just, I, well, the kids are heavily involved in sport and I like to coach, so yeah. um, I'm a bit of a control freak, so, you know, coaching is <laughs> much better than me sitting on the sidelines yelling and screaming, so. Yeah, I um, couldn't imagine you doing well <laughs> as just a spectator parent. No, <laughs> I just, I have to um, distance myself from yeah. other people. Um, yeah, so I coach and I play basketball and netball and um, team manage. I'm trying to get better at that. I do do a lot, but yeah. I do like it. I enjoy yeah. it. I'm actually missing it now in remote. Yep. So beekeeping. Any <laughs> interesting stories beekeeping? Because I'm terrified of bees. I don't know if I've told you, but I see a bee. I've only ever been stung by a bee once, and that's because I now know that I just steer clear of them. <laughs> I, I think I've only stepped on a bee. 
I haven't been stung. Um, yeah. Look, the beekeeping's more Joel, um, but I'm really interested in it and I yeah. like it. I like um, making stuff with the honey. So, yeah. um, and the wax, and that all interests me. And the whole colony is really interesting. It is. Um, yeah, so Joel, Joel got stung though quite badly. Our, our bees had bred with um, a native bee, I think it's what, it, and they'd gone a bit feral. And so he went to check the box with our beekeeper and um, they just went nuts. They, they just know where the part of your body is that's most vulnerable. Or exposed. Exposed, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, well, he did yeah. get, yeah, they, there was a few up his pants. Yeah. Um, and he got stung quite a lot. Like he reckons there was about 30 that's a stings. lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I reckon that he nearly had an anaphylactic reaction, but yeah. he did like he spewed. It was pretty. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty intense. I was pretty worried, but yeah. since then we've requeened our hives and our bees. Because you were saying that your bees mixed with wild bees. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's what sort of turned them feral and aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they didn't want um, anyone near them. Whereas now they're they're quite tame. You can yeah. go over and look at them. Next yeah. time you come out, I'll show you. Nah, I'm we'll good. Go over there. <laughs> no. They just sort of fly around. They're kind of, and well, spring now, they're most active. So they'll yeah. start to make the most honey. Yeah. So uh, I think Joel, Joel's got a flow hive, which means that you just turn the tap and then the honey will um, oh, really? flow out of the hive. Yeah. So it sort of cracks the comb and then they, oh. the honey runs out. So you could be able to see that. Yeah. But the super box, supra, super box. Super, super box. That goes on the top. <laughs> has clear sides on it so you can actually see, see the honey yeah. in there. So he's about to put that on. We were supposed to check them today. Is that actually. something you can ever like bring into school? No. Or is it no. or they're just bees getting out and everything? Yeah, no. They yeah. they just have to be yeah, because they're in and out all the time. Yeah. They only they all go in at night. So you'd have to but then they know where the house is. So if you move it you throw oh, really? them into chaos. I suppose they're flying all yeah. over the place getting pollen. Yeah, they and yeah. Yep. But they can go, oh, don't quote me, something like 5Ks away from their house. And know where to, and how know, to get back. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bees so are fascinating. They're very fascinating. Yeah. I really like it. But yep. I like the, the honey and the, the wax yep. the most. And you've got hens or chickens as well that lay eggs? Yeah. Yep. Yes. A little side hustle. Or your kids' <laughs> little side hustle. Well, the kids. We say it's the kids, <laughs> but I don't know if they do much work. Um, yeah, and I don't really like birds. I have a fear of birds, but um, I'm used to the, the chooks yeah. now. Oh, story. So I'm not sure if I told you this, but one of our chooks, um, Georgia had gone to feed the chooks and she comes in and she's babbling something about it being upside down and I can't get it out. And I was like, well, is it alive? And she's like, yeah. yeah. So I don't touch these things, right? I'll go out and get the eggs and I'll feed them. And uh, But other than that, and I'll wear boots because I don't like it if they peck me if I have yeah. thongs on. Um, so I go out there and here's one of our chooks. Um, a while ago, Joel had separated some and he'd put a ring on the leg of the ones that were laying, yep. just a, like a cable tie. So, so you can loose. see, yeah. Yeah, just a yep. loose cable tie. So we knew that they that was one of the ones that was laying. So it had the ring on and we have spikes inside what's called our chook tractor so that they don't roost on the top yeah. of the food area. Yep. It had managed to get its the ring caught Stuck. on the oh, spike on the spike and it was just hanging upside it was hanging upside <laughs> down and i don't know how long it had been there because they wow. were let out in the yeah. morning and so i've just gone it was still alive because it was trying to flap to write itself but joel had also just clipped their wings yeah. so it couldn't write itself and i was like oh my god he's not home what am i going to do is that going to affect the eggs uh, like, I don't know. If do it's, they lay less eggs when they're distressed or yeah, they after do. traumatic events like yeah, that? <laughs> yeah, they do. I don't even know if it was laying many to start off with. It's probably our oldest chook. Yeah. So I go over to the shed and I get the gardening gloves because I oh, don't touch them. I I've don't got, like chickens. Chickens the, is another thing I'm terrified of. <laughs> oh, well, they're just so like, unpredictable. Oh, well, I was trying, Oliver wasn't home either. I would have made him do it. And Georgia and I are just sort of standing there looking at this chook. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> So I go get the gardening gloves and I lift it off yeah. and then I sit it down and it just sat there. And I was like, oh, this thing is going to die. Yeah. Um, put it near the water, tried to get it to drink. Didn't want to touch it too much, but um, it's fine. It's fine. Now it's come yeah. good. I don't know if it's laying eggs, but it, it's come yeah. good. But, yeah. Oh, yes. So both my parents are teachers um, and mum never taught at the school I worked at, but dad taught at the school I worked at um, for a little bit. He was actually a one two teacher when i was in grade one two there were two maybe three grade one two classes and he was one of the teachers i didn't have him um but 
I didn't I didn't like my dad being at my school because I wasn't the best student. Um, and I always felt that I actually thought when he got the job that he was only going there to keep an eye on me. I don't know <laughs> if I've ever told him that. But um, and then he was in the classroom next to me when I was in grade two. Um, you work at the same school as your kids. Do your kids ever find that a problem or is that just because Georgia would have been in prep when you and you would have already been here? Like, yeah, is so that just something they've always known? Yeah, well, Georgia doesn't know any different. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't... I didn't have her in... Oh, no, Renee taught her in prep and then Sammy and then me. So she's had she's had a few yep. PE teachers. Um, Oliver was more difficult. Like, we, we really had to find that those boundaries. Yeah. We just really had to go, right, student, teacher, you wouldn't speak to me like yep. that. Um, let's save the home stuff for home and... Um, so he was. It was a learning curve for him and I. With because with what would he, what grade would he have been when you started here? Um, so he was in grade two. He was in grade two when um, I was working at the year twos because I also did a couple of oh, hours yeah, for Colleen right. in his grade, and it was the yep. difficult, most difficult two hours that I had. <laughs> no, three. So that grade three. Yep. It was grade three. Sorry, yeah, grade two was not. Yeah, was earlier so yeah. yes sorry grace so he was in grade three um and now he's in grade six so we've had a few years to work it out yeah. and he's he's really good now he's fine with it now it's yeah just, you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't notice yeah at all he's yeah so i don't know what they think about it they're just i think that's just, okay yeah. I, I think if i was their classroom teacher that'd be different and i wouldn't want to do that yeah and we're big enough to not have yeah. to do that um but yeah i think they're okay with the, the do you think thing. do you think they'd try to get away with more stuff if you weren't here as a teacher like George is an angel, but I know Ollie can put a foot out of line every now and then. Do you think he would push the boundaries more if you weren't around? No, I don't think it's made a difference. No. There's been times where he has. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I, I, he's been, the think time is outside my office room where they go if they get in trouble. And there's been a couple of times that I've walked in and just gone, "Mm, hi. Yeah, there's no hiding it from it, is there? (laughs) No, he has to come and tell us. But he's pretty good. He's actually matured a lot, so yeah. he doesn't try and yep. push the boundaries too much. And I like, are they? Do you push them more in PE because you know what how capable they are athletically? Or um, Georgia, I probably do. Yeah. Only because she's she's really quite compliant, so she and she's a helper, so she wants to, <laughs> she, she is. wants to help. She is. She's a pleaser. Yeah. Yep. But we play we play this game called Pac Man, and generally my sort of the, my thinking is that I pick the best couple of kids in the grade to get it moving because yep. if you it's a game where you have to pass it back and forth. So yeah. If the skill's not great, that it doesn't get moving, and so I want her to be the start all the time. But she has told me at home, no, I don't I'm, don't want to be the starter again. Yeah. You know, pick someone else. So then I started picking random kids, but. I do need, sometimes I'm like, I need you to help me out with this. Yeah. Like, let's get this moving. Because you know how to do it and yeah. you'll get everyone involved. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. Right. So, um, but you know, I don't think, I think, well, mostly I just want kids to be involved and yep. enjoy PE. I don't necessarily have to push the top kids because they sort of do it themselves. Because they just do it naturally, yeah. Yeah, and that's just in general, not just with yep. with my kids. It's more the, the kids that are apprehensive to try yeah. new things or they think they're yep. no good at sports so they don't do stuff. So I tend to push them a bit more do you think you'll ever end up back in classroom or will you finally move on to the desired kitchen garden <laughs> position <laughs> neither no <laughs> i don't want to PE, do neither or is pe where where PE, your heart is yeah 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 pe is where it is yeah. at um no i'm not going back into a classroom i've already told dean if he puts me into a classroom i'll leave <laughs> and um no i think kitchen gardens is a. I don't think you'd i don't think you'd be able to do a classroom like you wouldn't be able to run around and move as no, much. No, I, I hate yeah. having to sit down. Yeah. And you teach a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, it's full on. It's, there's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of subjects. Like I just get to stick with PE. I have to yeah. know a lot about the PE over the like the year levels. Yeah, and like the development of skills like throwing and catching and whatnot. Yeah, yeah but so in the classroom, nah, maths and oh, we, we discovered recently that my maths is not great <laughs> with remote learning. Yeah. 
with Oliver. Because Oliver's so. quite bright. And <laughs> yes. it was, what, doing Year 7 stuff, you were saying? Yeah, he was doing Year 7 stuff and I walked past his um, door and he said, can you help me with my maths? And I actually looked around to see who he was talking to <laughs> and realised it was me. And I was yeah. like, oh, yep, okay. So I go in and I have a look and the first thing I see is um, Year 7 extension and then, I was, and then fractions. So I was like, um, okay, well, we'll have a look at it and see how we go. Yeah. So we sat down, I'm like, okay, this is how I would do it. And we worked through it and then um, sent his teacher a really funny message and just said, explain that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, if we get any wrong, we'll have to wait for Joel to come home. Yeah. And then she asked for Oliver's work and sent it and then um, sent the work back and said, oh, yep, you've got two correct. <laughs> two so and Joel, a half. So Joel will do most of the homework with him in high school. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Joel's good at maths. I don't yeah. have a maths brain. So Oliver's got that brain from him, yeah. not me. Have, so. have you and Joel ever worked at a school together? Or do you think you could ever work at a school together? No. Uh, probably not. Probably not. Depends what we're doing. No, we haven't because he was secondary yeah. trained. Yeah. So, um, and he's done most. Like he's only just recently gone into primary. To primary, yeah. But he's been secondary the whole time, hasn't he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I did say to him, when's his PE teacher retiring? I might go over, drop Ooh. days and go over there. But yeah. he said, <laughs> <laughs> and it probably won't. Yeah, it probably wouldn't. <laughs> no. I'm like, well, I'd have to be the boss. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then he'd be like, oh, can you um just jump in and take uh, year nine science <laughs> nah, no no deal no so what's next or do you think you'll just stick out PE for the rest of your career I don't really know like if you had asked me that when I first started teaching I would have said oh, I'll just be a teacher I'll just be in the classroom the whole time yeah and and then don't they say that you change your position every five years like you change something yeah about yeah the, what you're doing every five years so i well i did blue earth for seven so so i was in the classroom for around five yeah it was about four and a half and then i did blue earth for seven and it's your third year PE? this is third year yeah. in pe but i suppose they don't these last two don't really count do they because no. they've been so no different so once i get a handle on it i don't i don't really know i think i think pe just enjoying what you're doing now i do i really i love doing yeah. the pe and i feel like i've still got a bit more to do to develop and yeah. get right with yeah. the, with teaching and also the events and like you said the last two years have been a wipe off for for that sort of thing anyway so how how did you do um pe during remote learning this one or last one last one last one was probably better actually um i jumped in head first i did a lot of research research actually yeah um i'd listened to a few podcasts before we went in about how other schools were doing it china mostly yeah because they had been in it for a while and there was a lot of podcasts coming out by pe professionals about what they had done and um and a lot of what come out of it was just connection with your teacher yeah which i tried to communicate to everyone here but we weren't in that space yeah and i was it was full on at the start wasn't it oh it it really was and look specialists probably got it a bit easier because it was there was a focus on the literacy and numeracy and just sort of working out what we we're going to do at the start. So, yeah, at but the start. Yeah. Now I don't. I don't think you have it easy now. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Yeah. Um, so uh, and I really have, I've been using technology in my PE classes for a while. That was part of my um, PPE PPD no P PDP. Yeah. <laughs> one of those acronyms. <laughs> Pick one. So many acronyms. Yeah. So I had been working on that. So I was looking forward to the challenge and something different actually. Yeah. Uh, so I did a, quite a few videos and put those out on Seesaw but then I took live sessions with our um, five sixes, yeah. which was fun. But once you're, there's only so much you can do over yeah. a screen when you don't yeah. know how much equipment the kids have got at home. And that's like three or up to six live sessions a day because we were doing specialist on the one day, weren't we? Were we? Uh, I could. I think I chose whenever I could do the five sixes. No, yeah, I, yeah no, we was doing it a different day for different year levels. So yeah. on one day I would do three grade, five grades live for an hour and then I would do three grades, six grades the Jeez. next day. Oh, it was a lot. You were doing a lot of push-ups because you did. I remember a... you did that up Sally up, up Sally down oh, or whatever it was. I was. I was doing a lot actually. Yeah, that's a lot of push-ups in the day. Yes. <laughs> yeah, or I'd just, oh, something be wrong with my camera and have to turn it off. Yeah. So yeah, I did that and then um, the numbers started dwindling. So some, there was one session that I turned on and one person turned up. Yeah, so and it's like, just not, not worth it. And then you did all year fives 
at one time, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, so then the next time we changed it and we yep. just did a, five, a year five and a year session six, and a yeah. year six session, which was better because yep. they could still see me and they could hide if they wanted to and we could do different stuff. And that's when I started doing more skill-based stuff. So yep. I hired out, on a hired out, I borrowed out some of my school equipment and we did some table tennis skills and yes. um, different fun stuff. I really enjoyed those yeah. sessions, actually. They were really good. Yeah. But this year, there hasn't really been the opportunity to... Because it's been so short. Yeah, yeah, and chopping and changing and yeah. all over the place. So I haven't... I've reused some of my videos from last year, and I've tried to I've tried to make it more about the fun. Yeah. Because it's interrupted the program so much. I can't try... Like, I'm only having half the kids do it. Yeah. So you're I don't want to do a skill-based thing. That... Yeah. Like most teachers, I think you're going to be pushing shit uphill <laughs> next year as far as skill-wise. Oh, like, it's yeah. going to be or, yeah, yeah. hard yakka. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I think we just... I think I'm just going to focus on bringing back the fun. Yeah. Just doing some fun stuff. And PE, PE should be fun. Like, yeah. it blows my mind when I have kids that don't enjoy going to PE mm. it's like oh we have to get up we have to get off our devices it's oh, like no. no get out and go run around I agree yeah. and once they get in there and that was so fun yeah I love that yeah and the Good. gymnastics you've been doing too or yeah that was fun with the sixes I don't know it's like I call it parkour I don't know what yeah, you yeah, it's like parkour that. yeah I was doing a bit of that um, moving in the environment if you're going to use a blue earth term that's yep. Uh, and mostly that was about putting themselves outside their comfort zone yeah and talked about the comfort zone and being different for everyone so they were doing lots of different activities but you'd be surprised how many kids can't do a forward roll or cartwheel <laughs> I, I only learned how to do a cartwheel like two years ago <laughs> <laughs> oh when yeah when i had to film you for it yeah yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a fun unit, actually. The kids really enjoyed that. Yep. Even the ones that thought they were no good at gymnastics. There was stuff they could do. Yeah, and like the trampoline and everything and the flips and everything. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it was good. All right, we might wrap it up there. But thanks for coming in and having a chat. Um, quickly before we go, who's going to win this weekend? Melbourne or the Doggies? Melbourne. 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 My they, best friend they, at school went for Melbourne. I've kind of got a soft spot for yeah. them, but they're playing really well. I can't see them. I hope them. doggies win Do for you? a few reasons because they're the underdogs and they won it in, what, 2016, and that was awesome when they won it there. And Dean's a Melbourne supporter, and he's not going to shut up about it for, like, 12 months. And yeah, but it's I can't not, deal with that. It's not like the Richmond supporters. It's just We just need it's someone like else to us. win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, three too many. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, I think Melbourne. Yeah. Not for Dean, just for Melbourne. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on again. No worries. Thanks for having me. Talk to you later. Bye.